Hi, welcome to Tuesday Talks with Michelle Jewsbury. I am Michelle Jewsbury, and today I want to discuss how God stayed in my life during the abuse, after the abuse, and present. Um, I'm just going to dive right in. So, if this is your first time joining me with Tuesday Talks, I was in a three-year domestic violence relationship, uh, with one year after that being emotional and financial abuse, uh, being abusive. Um, I, after doing these talks, I realized that I really do need to include God in these talks and and include Him in this passion of mine to, to help victims and survivors of domestic violence. So my my journey to find Christ has been very interesting. I didn't grow up with him in my life. I grew up knowing there was something out there but didn't know what. I ended up finding God lying on my back high on cocaine um, and after that, I thought that things would change drastically, like most people do being brand new Christians. And it didn't change drastically, but it was a slow progression into what I want to call finding myself and finding a relationship with God. Um, I got into the relationship with my ex, and I was attending church, and thinking that I was on the right track, you know, I was definitely falling off here and there, nobody's perfect, especially me. When I first started dating him, he used to put down church, put down my belief in going to church, talking about how everybody in the church, they're hypocrites and this and that. And I would believe him to the point where I didn't attend regularly anymore. And I solely dedicated my, my life to Paul, is what I'm going to call my ex. And the first time I was beat, it was, uh, it was in October, and it was the, the worst one that I, I ever endured. And I remember... He had me on the bed, strangling me, his uh, hand around my throat and his other, his other hand, his fingers down my throat, uh, pressing under my tongue to draw blood. And I remember I broke loose uh, from the bed and I fell to my knees and I prayed to God during the beating and I prayed, God, please forgive him. He doesn't know what he's doing. And Paul then looked at me and said, God isn't going to help you now. And continued the beating for at least another couple of hours um, before he snapped out of his, his drunken blackout. Um, after that incident, I started to become irritable to God and uh, frustrated and I didn't understand why he wouldn't fix Paul, why I had to go through what I was going through. And there were many, many times where I would go on hikes. Hiking is how I 
tried to relieve some of the stress and some of the pain and agony from the emotional and psychological and physical abuse from Paul. And I used to go on hikes and I remember screaming and yelling and cursing at God and, and asking him why, why, why over and over again. Why did I have to go through it? Why, why can't Paul be fixed? Uh, why can't you do something, God, is, is what I said a, a lot. And little did I know, God was holding my hand through the entire thing. Uh, the many years that I was with my ex, I went in and out of church, in and out of, you know, reading the Bible. And no matter how far I tried to run from him because he wasn't helping me, at least that's what I thought at the time, he was still right there carrying me along the way. Um, a lot of people, especially in the Middle East, North Korea, and many other countries are using the Bible as reasons for violence, uh, reasons to beat their wives, to rape their wives, to uh, rape and beat random women. Um, they, they try to use God's word as reasons to continue the violence. Um, and I have been having a really hard time with that. And I went through the Bible uh, today and wanted to come up, find a verse that kind of meshes everything together on how God really wanted relationships. God didn't want relationships where one person was being manipulated or abused or or hurt in any way. He he wanted a loving, caring relationship between two people. No, no matter how, what you guys believe, uh, being good people, loving one another is important in every religion. Even if you're atheist, you know what's right and what's wrong. Um, so I, I kind of want to leave everybody with, with a verse from Ephesians. Um, it's Ephesians 6, and it's 25 through 28. Um, oh, excuse me, Ephesians 5, 25 to 28. Um, and you husbands must love your wives with the same love Christ showed the church. He gave up his life for her to make her holy and clean, washed by baptism and God's word. He did this to present her to himself as a glorious church without a spot or wrinkle or any other blemish. Instead, she will be holy and without fault. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as they love their own bodies. For a man is actually loving himself when he loves his wife. After reading that verse, it makes me realize the wonderful, loving relationship that God wants everybody to have, us all to have. And it's discouraging and saddening when people, extremists, try to use God's word as reasons to abuse, um, for reasons for their actions that aren't right. So 
I just want to leave everybody today with God is still with you. If you're in the middle of a domestic violence relationship and you don't even know God, okay? He is still with you. He is holding your hand. He is carrying you. He, he will protect you and he will give you strength and give you courage and don't give up and don't turn your back on him. And when you get out of it, it's much better. And, and right now, he is using me to help former victims and survivors of domestic violence. And he can use you as well in many different ways. You never know. I don't know. It's very scary. Just follow it. Follow him. Um, but definitely, if you're in a domestic violence relationship, make sure to leave Try, try so hard to get out of it because it's so destructive. Um, thank you for joining me uh, in Tuesday Talks, and I'll see you next week.